This week on Hot Girl Torah, Emily and I will discuss birthdays, celebrations, time, and astrology. We are so excited for you to listen. Okay, so how was your Halloween? Mine was good. It was fun. Honestly, like everything honestly went pretty smoothly. Like there was no like crazy like mishaps of plans or anything. My Friday night plans were so fun. Saturday I went to New York. That was really fun. I did wear the shaggy outfit and I looked so cute. So that was super fun. Yeah, excellent. Um, I'm so glad to hear it. It looked really fun. Yeah, and then I went to the Sixers game on Monday and of course me and my friend who went we were the only people wearing costumes oh god of course and I looked like in fan stuff but it was funny like I got a silly photo out of it being like just casually wearing fishnets and a bodysuit to a basketball game of course um how excellent that sounds really fun yeah it was I think overall successful weekend um and I liked all of my outfits, so that was fun. And I had a lot of fun with a lot of my with a lot of good friends. What about you? Good. Um, that's great. My weekend was super awesome too. Um, fun times. I wore the same uh shirt three nights in a row. Um, my pretend I'm a banana shirt. Did you wash it? No. Oh, love. Because I only wore it for a few hours each night. Right. And. I didn't really like spill on it or anything or like sweat a lot in it. So yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fair enough. For a weekend, it's okay, in my opinion. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and it was a good time. And now I'm just looking forward to the next. What was the funniest costume that you saw? Um, funniest costume that I saw. Oh, uh, do you have one? I saw someone dressed up as Nathan Fielder from the rehearsal, which I thought was hilarious, like with the computer thing. Yeah, I just don't know what that is. Oh, fair enough. A really good show on Hulu if you want to watch. Okay, okay, good to know. Um, I don't know. I mean, I saw some really good ones. Some of my friends did like the Beatles, and like oh, really cute. When my friends did um, um, Billy Ray Cyrus um the ones learn the lorax mm. really funny um elvis really good elvis um yeah so that was that was fun okay, um good. and we have even a a bigger weekend to plan for and celebrate next weekend only more how so because it's my birthday i'm turning Woo! i'm turning 24 whoa i know whoa now that needed a trigger warning (laughs) literally literally i still feel like the difference between 23 and 24 is big but then i also the difference between like 24 and 25 like that's big too yeah but at the end of the day it's only a year true yeah you know like whatever fair enough pay another dollar so today we're going to talk about so much um, in terms of celebration and my birthday coming up and 
what Judaism has to say on that and all that fun stuff. So I'm just going to kick it off. So Judaism, honestly, doesn't have that much to say about birthdays. Um, Like it's mentioned a few times, like in the actual Torah, like books about birthdays. Um, There's like one piece of knowledge that says that um, a person who dies on the same day that they're born is like a man of honor or someone who's like very, very righteous. So like, for example, Moses died on the same day that he was born. So like it talks about that. Um, And it also like, obviously, like there's the whole discussion of like having your bar bat mitzvah, like that's your birthday, obviously. Side note, Emily and I are going to save bar bat mitzvah for a separate episode because there's so much to discuss. It does deserve its own episode. Um, But honestly, there's not that much in the Torah about birthdays. Like it's mentioned a handful of times, but there's not really too much to be said, which I think is interesting in and of itself. Like everybody has their own like Hebrew birth date and their Hebrew birth name. So like my Hebrew name is Devora. I think it's Devora Ahava. Um, I would need to check on the middle name. I like just recently found out that I have a Hebrew middle name. Like a year ago, I saw my, I have like this like painting in my parents' basement that says Devora Ahava that I just found out. What is, do you have a Hebrew name? It's Emily. It's just Emily. Yeah. I like it that way. That's so interesting. I feel like you, like knowing you, you would have like a more traditional Hebrew name. Mm. No, I mean, I think I, I like it because it's like, and I think it's why my parents chose it because it's universal and like, it's very, because it's such a popular name, like there's a version in every language and that was their intention. So I, I like it personally because I'm like, yeah, you know how to spell it. Obviously. No, I can never have to spell it at Starbucks or anything. <laughs> Fair enough. In reading about it, um, it was interesting because a lot of like commentators, like rabbis and like articles that I was reading about, like what Judaism has to say on birthdays was very much like Judaism does not put so much emphasis on your actual birthday. It gives more so emphasis to like all of the other days of our lives um, and like the moments that like we give joy to other people and like make mitzvot are so much more important and so much more deserving of celebration that like your just you being born isn't enough or of course it is worth celebrating, but it isn't it isn't as celebratory of a thing as like living in a living a happy life or giving joy to your family or making a like mitzvot or you know doing something like that which I honestly think is really interesting and is connected to I think what we were talking about last weekend with Halloween and like putting a lot of pressure on one day when it's like you should be celebrating yourself and celebrating your celebrating you know all of the good things that happen in your life every day and as they happen which I think is interesting yeah I agree that's like really similar to what I found when I went like looking for some Jewish wisdom on this type of stuff um and I think it's so interesting I really like it like I think it's it's a good uh example for how to live your life like not one day is more important than all the rest 
every day is equal. And if you make the best out of 364, then the 365th, you know, it doesn't really matter that much. Right. And I, I, I often put a lot of pressure on big days of the year. So Halloween, for example, or my birthday or New Year's Eve is also another one where I put a lot of pressure on like what actually is happening on that day. Um, and if it doesn't go to plan, then of course, like I like it, that's hard for me to handle um, or hard for me to work through. Um, so I love that Judaism is like, okay, your birthday, of course, is a day to like recognize that you like were born and like, yay, you have a great life and whatever. But everything else in your life that happens to you and makes you happy and is significant um, deserves celebration and like rejoice rejoicing just as much as like celebrating you know you actually being born but I also think there's something to be said about like celebrating yourself mm-hmm. like I I feel like I celebrate myself a ton but you know yeah I mean I think everyone should but like for one day I think for maybe those people who don't like maybe recognize their good deeds as much or celebrate themselves as often as they should like it, it would give them an excuse or honestly it maybe your birthday is like more important for other people like my birthday is the day of the year where other people can recognize that for me all the other days I know it for myself I see that I totally get that I want to play I want to challenge that with something like what do you think about the argument that like your birthday shouldn't be like not shouldn't be celebrated, but like you shouldn't be celebrated on your birthday because you didn't do anything. Like all you did was like, I don't like all the, all that happened was time went on. I think like, for example, how I respond to that is I agree. All that happened is that time went on and like, what's important is what you did with that time. So why like, I don't love my birthday or really care for it much it's not very important to me is because I'd rather like be celebrated for what I do with my time than just for existing it's in time itself interesting huh yeah no I've never looked at it that way as someone who loves their birthday and even encouraged Emily to make a whole episode about my birthday (laughs) I I go down for (laughs) because then we get to talk about it I love it Um, I, I totally never thought about it like that. And I think that there's also something to be said about like aging, um, and like growing older with every year. So, okay, maybe you're not celebrating that you did everything, but okay. Maybe you're celebrating all of the experiences and life happenings that you had within the past year. Like, I think this year in particular, I'm not only going to be celebrating just, like me and that time went on and that I'm one year older, but I'm also celebrating like the incredible life that I've lived for the past year. Totally. I like that a lot. It's like, a, it's nice to just like have a day to do that, which yeah. I guess, I think that's like what the, the birthday serves as. Yeah. It's like one day where you can like really reflect and like look back like, Okay, I, so like I think it is like a reflection sort of day. Like it reminds me of Yom Kippur a little bit. I was just about to say that. Say that. I was about to be like, okay, so like on Yom Kippur, it's it's a day of the year that's designated for reflection and thinking about, you know, what you want to change in the upcoming year and it's like, okay, your birthday is now another opportunity for you to do that, which is cool. And it's also like, okay, but you also like you should be doing that and like reflecting every year but 
your birthday and Yom Kippur and things like that give you the opportunity to do it so much more. And reflection is always so great, I feel like. I agree. Um, That is like a perfect transition into what I was going to talk about um, for this episode, which is like, what does Judaism say? Not only about like birthdays and celebrations, but about time and like about years and anniversaries and annuity and things like that. Uh Um, I did some research and I found this super cool article in this magazine called Moment Mag. Mm -hmm. This digital magazine and also I think imprint that is um like Jewish news basically like a Jewish news magazine. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get a read for like if it has any sort of political bias, so just putting it out there, I don't know like where the source is from and who writes for it. But this article is called like Ask the Rabbis and it seems to be the series they do where they ask a question to rabbis of many different um, sects of Judaism. So there's one independent rabbi, a humanist rabbi, renewal rabbi, reconstructionist rabbi, reform conservative, modern orthodox, orthodox, Chabad, and all of their different opinions and their names and like where they're from. That's so on- cool. So first of all, just highly recommending this article as a whole. But what really struck me in this article um, was the part from the reconstructionist rabbi Um, who seems to come from Massachusetts, who writes that the first mitzvah in the Torah um, commanded the Israelites um, as a people to make time holy. So this is a quote from Exodus chapter 12, verse 2. This month shall mark for you the beginning of the months. It shall be the first of the months of the year for you. Um, And so the sages teach that that phrase for you that's in that verse means that like it's you that you are the people who like manipulate time and like have the ability to make time holy you set the calendar you can live according to the flow of time or you can live according to the flow of someone else's time um and so that's like a commandment basically in the torah um like to make time holy and i think that also includes like holidays um, for example, like Yom Kippur, like we are commanded to make that time holy. How do we make it holy? By the reflection that we do. Um, and I think that speaks well to like the birthday because that could just be another day where like we can just make that time super holy. Does and- it say that you pick which times are holy or does it say you make all time holy? The commandment is basically like to make like the times holy the times meaning like those designated times that god said like shabbat and like mm. and stuff. but i think it's also like like you can make if we have the power to make time holy when we celebrate holidays i feel like we have the power to make it holy in other times as well yeah that's wait i love that because there are so many times where like time can be holy like i'm thinking like all of like the moments at camp like with like our teens and our campers it's like so many of those moments or like at at camp this past summer I did like a brief like good night message with all of the girls one night and that that was a holy I feel like that was like me making like that time holy and it's like any thinking about that any time can be holy like yes of course the designated times like holidays Shabbat all of those times are holy because we've decided as like a culture and like as Jews that those times are holy, but also looking at it as individuals, I can choose to make 
any situation wholly or more meaningful just by choosing to do so or choosing not to do so. Totally. Absolutely. Okay, Dara, since your birthday is coming up, and I personally know that you, like, know things about astrology, and I don't, tell me about, like, what this means for you, astrologically. Astrologically. So I am a Scorpio, and to go even further into that, I am a Scorpio sun, Leo moon, Sagittarius rising, Um. EK, because nobody can see me, I would just like to describe the face that she's giving me right now as a face of, uh-huh, sure. That's the face. That being said, Judaism does not disagree with astrology. Judaism is actually like pretty, pretty pro-astrology. Oh. I mean, it's certainly not anti-astrology, which is really cool. And I mean, honestly, when I think about why like how that's true it makes sense because like judaism falls like under like we follow the lunar calendar and um like a lot of like i feel like a lot of our holidays are like a little bit like hippy dippy like celebrating nature and you know all that stuff so it honestly kind of tracks that judaism like follows this i agree it so tracks so tracks um so there's it's mentioned like a few times in the book of Isaiah and there's a lot of rabbinical commentary made about astrology. So in the book of Psalms, God basically delegates constellations to carry out God's will, which that's literally astrology um, is like basing your life off of what the constellation says. And it's said that that is the case in the book of Psalms. Um, and then in Rosh Hashanah 3 8, it also says that the like basically like the soldiers who were celebrating their birthday that day had an astrological advantage over the enemy because their yeah. birthdays were like in the time period of the war. So that was like when that was talking about like a historical incident mentioned a few times in the book of Isaiah in Shabbat 156a. It also talks about like the Talmud, like literally says that constellations influence human personality. Um, That story talks about like a man with a prominent Mars, like whatever star sign your Mars is in, Mars governs the way that you process and like act on anger and act on impulses. Um, So interestingly enough, the, like what the Talmud says that basically constellations and your star sign influences how you know, that affects your personality based on this story that um, there was a man who had a prominent uh, sign in Mars and he was encouraged to um, became become a kosher butcher because he was like aggressive. I understand. So that was like a healthy way for him to take his aggression. Right. Um, so like astrological truths do exert an influence on our lives according to like these few pieces of Judaism, which I, I think is really interesting because a lot of, there's a handful of people, not a handful, there are a lot of people who are very anti-astrology um, and there are a lot of people who are like super into it. I think for me personally, it's a fun way to like think about your personality and if it connects to you, it connects to you. And if not, like then who cares? Um, but it's also like, you know, it's like a couple thousands year old like tradition based on patterns so what else can we say is a thousand year old tradition based on patterns like 
a ton of things um, that aren't, you know, as as stigmatized <laughs> as astrology. True. Um, but yeah, Judaism basically says that this is something that like is God's will through the constellations, but is that it, it does influence our our character and our personality. There was an interesting perspective that I read about, like, for example, if you are really predisposed as an air sign, um, it might be really exciting for you to like gossip. Um, However, when we like resist that urge to gossip or whether it be to, you know, do something else that might be considered negative or like negatively affecting our lives and our character, when we resist that urge, we are like identifying with our free will and our free choice. And like that shapes our characters and who we are like with like the Judaic value that we can choose who we are and we can choose the direction of where our lives go, regardless of, um, you know, God delegating his, um, uh, will over us using the constellations. Like, even if, you know, we were born, uh, in a certain way to be a character, you know, of a certain astrological sign when we resist, um, like doing something negative, that's us like doing the mitzvah of, you know, making the right choice and having the free will. Absolutely. Which I thought was super interesting. And then the phrase mazel tov actually is, sort of astrological in and of itself. Um, the word ma- mazal, mazal translates to constellations. Is that true? Oh, yeah. It comes from the biblical Hebrew meaning constellation. So mazal literally means constellation. So when you're saying mazal tov, you're saying like good, have good constellations, like have, you know, which is like, that's astrology. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, that's literally exactly what I was about to say on like, same with like Jewish birthdays, like, you know how everyone has like their Hebrew birthday on the Uh calendar, like from the day that it was on the day that you were actually born, but it shifts every year because it's lunar and we use the solar calendar. Um, And what I was going to say is that actually like on your Hebrew birthday, it says in the in Rosh Hashanah in the in the Jerusalem Talmud um that our mazel like our biblically translated as constellation now translated as like good fortune or like luck Mm -hmm. like really dominant on our hebrew birthdays like it's especially strong which i think connects right to like this biblical translation of the word mazel as constellation being like your constellations are like really prominent on your birthday Yeah, that makes sense because that's like where they come from. That's so cool. So it it says that in in Rosh Hashanah, which is also where like earlier where I was talking about the story of the Israelite, like the soldiers whose like birthdays they were celebrating during that war. They had a lot of good luck. It it just makes so much sense, like good luck, good constellations. Of course, you're going to have the most good luck on your birthday because your constellations are aligned yeah at their peaks I love that that's so sick I hope that I have good luck on my birthday I think that you will that'll do it for this week thanks for listening to hot girl torah we can't wait to see you next time make sure to follow at hot girl torah on instagram for our latest updates